Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Wake Up with W Fab. So today um, we'll be talking about stress and burnout. I will be sharing just like, you know, we're really going to talk first about like how to know if you're having a burnout right now or maybe someone that is around you, you know, like what to do to prevent as well and how you can find your balance. Okay, so let's just directly dive in. Um, so, yeah, you, we all know that having feeling stress is a natural occurrence. Okay, it's normal to be stressed. It's an adaptive response right it helps you it's just like the survival and strength of our bodies right but accumulating stress can actually be bad for your health and this is something that i'm not teaching you guys anything but you know that stress comes with other stuff that can be bad for your health and for your well-being right and we also know that people react differently to stressing situation, okay? There is a bunch of different effects, also your environment or your background, uh, sorry, your personality uh, will have an impact on how you react to stressing situation. So there is like three main things that happen in front of like a stressing situation. The first thing is, and I got this from Lazarus and Faulkman, if you guys want to go ahead and read the study, but the first thing is going to be the cognitive evaluation. So when you're going to be like, okay, what's the meaning of the event for you? You know, like, is it a loss or is it a challenge? Like, what is the meaning of that stressful event for you? Right. And, you know, you're going to have um, the other thing would be analysis of the resources that are available. So you're going to be analyzing, okay, am I going to be able to make it? You know, after you're like, okay, you've been a, like, Taking in the event that just happened, what's the meaning? Am I losing something? Is it a challenge for me? Then you're gonna be questioning yourself regarding the resources that you have that are available for you. Like, am I gonna be able to make it? So that's the main thing that happened, um, you know, in front of like, first thing first after like a stressful um, event, okay? And now after you have also the adaptive strategy, after you did your cognitive evaluation, you have the adaptive strategy. So are you going to try and go through that situation based on your emotions or based on the problem? Are you going to react by basically? Because if you go ahead with a problem and you are you know, trying to fix it regarding your emotions, may not be the best thing because you're just in the heat of the moment at this time. But if you're like a solution-based person, you're gonna look like, okay, I'm a, how am I gonna fix the problem and not focus on the emotions that I'm feeling right now? So another thing that, you know, if you look at it in the multiple studies, people talk about, you know, your surrounding, your social circle. This is a huge like protective factor in front of you know adversity and stressing situation. Having people that you can rely on and talk to is something that's gonna help you a lot, you know, in front of a stressing, stressful situation and so on. Wait, I got someone in the waiting room. Okay, so yeah, 
the amount of people that you can count on, what is your social circle like? Do you have people that you can talk to um, during that stress, stressful situation? That is also a huge factor that can help you, um, you know, regarding that, right? So now that I've been sharing like just some basic info regarding stress, I want to talk about like burnout in the work environment, right? And I'm, I will be talking also about burnout um, in university, okay? For maybe if there are students out there that are listening. So basically, um, burnout is just the incapacity of functioning at your normal potential, okay? So it's like when you're tired and there is like... Um, there's many symptoms that can be like that can be going on and you guys burn out I feel like it's like it's just it's a real disease because some people usually say oh I'm burned out I'm burned out but they're actually just tired and it's not the same thing right and burnout you guys is just a big deal like I've learned about it this week and I was like oh my god like I didn't think of it like that right people don't say oh I'm burned out and this and that but you're just you just need you know a couple of weeks a couple of days it's not that bad, but this burnout, I'm going to give you guys like some of the symptoms so that you guys can see. Like when you have burnout, you have anxiety, you have insomnia, sometimes even trouble to breathe, digestive problem, aggressivity, right? Depression, memory loss, etc. right? And burnout is something that happens gradually. It doesn't happen like overnight, okay? You're not going to wake up and be burned out just like that, right? It's something that is just the accumulation of so much things going on. And this is what leads to actually you being burned out, right? And when you are in that situation, you need to seek for medical help, you know? So there's like four steps, okay? Four steps um, in burnout. So the first one is the idealism. Right. So this is usually when you just started, maybe you got like a job that you've been working for so hard and you finally, you know, got it and you have ambition, you have energy, you know, you're ready to kill it. You really have the energy and you're willing to do extra hours because you have a high standards for yourself and you want to make this work. You want to prove to your boss or, you know, the corporation that you're actually like perfect fit for this job, right? So you have high standard, even though it's really demanding, you really are idealizing everything because it's brand new. Again, you've been looking for this, so you're ready to put in the energy and the action, right? So you push through, even though it's still demanding, you're just going through it. You know, they're giving you this and that to work on, but you're like, still pushing through, still going on because you're like, this is the job that I've been wanting. The pay is good. I know this is a lot of work, but you're like, I'm young, you know, I got this. I'm just going to show up and show off. And yeah, but you're doing this, but there's still, you know, a lot of demands. So that's the first stage of you, like, um, of burnout basically, because again, it doesn't happen overnight. It's like something that happens gradually over time an accumulation of like events and circumstances right so that was the first the first one the idealism stage now the second one is when you're starting to realize that despite like the efforts that you're putting in it's not enough okay basically it's not enough you started you know you had all of those high standards for yourself you're like okay, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna you know they're gonna know about me they're gonna be like you know you really want to make a difference but then you start being like mm, i've been working quite a lot but seems like you know it's not enough you know and your boss is still asking for more and more and you're not being recognized right 
and after putting all of this hard work, you're not being recognized. So, you know, when when what typically happen at that second stage is just that you realize that, you know, and they also let you know, something this happens a lot as well. They're gonna let you know, okay, your job, that you are replaceable. And this is a good pay that you're having right now. So if you're not willing to put in that amount of work, somebody else as well. So you're just like, you're not being recognized. The work is just piling up and it's never enough, but you're just like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna do it, you know, because if I don't, I'm not doing it, they're gonna get somebody else, I'm gonna lose my position, you know? So you just do it. You feel repressible, but you just go ahead and you keep on going, right? Now the third step is the disillusion, okay? And this is where you start getting like bad, right? Now you're just like tired, okay? And that's when you become irritated, you become impatient, there is some frustration as well. And usually at this stage, it's like a, a circle, a vicious circle. People are gonna start taking, you know, um, drugs to keep them awake um, in order for them to, you know, really perform, right? They will be taking those drugs and, and stuff like that. So you're really performing, you're really high on those meds at the, at the daytime. And then when they get off of work, they are taking, you know, like pills for, you know, to, to be able to slip or they start drinking. So that's the time when it's like getting bad because you're just, and the thing is that the more you do that, the more maybe you're going to get off work and you're drinking or taking pills to slip, you're going to get even more tired because you're not getting a good sleep. So then in the morning, you need more stimulant, you need more drugs, people are taking cocaine and stuff like that. Because you want to be, you know, you got to perform, but you haven't had a good night of sleep. So it's just, you know, this circle over and over again. And this just like increase the irritation and, you know, you're just impatient and everybody is annoying you at work. You know, you just like, you just get annoyed. Okay. People are just annoying you. Right. And the last step is characterized by a loss of interest you're losing your interest and you're not capable to work anymore. Like that's, that's the last step. You just, you're not capable to do it. You've been through that vicious cycle again and again and again, and you're not capable to do it. Yeah, it's not good. Exactly, it's really not good, right? So that was like for the four steps of, you know, burnout, burnout at work, okay? So now I'm gonna go over uh, burnout in uni students. Um, so I also saw a video before I go over it. It was like a student and she was explaining how it started for her. And, you know, she was really like, she was an engineer student in engineering. And she, again, had, had high standards. And, you know, a factor that can really lead to burnout is when you have like excessively high standards, right? So she started for the first month, she was like going to school from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And after that, she was working a part-time job at a bar for like from eight, I think, to or seven to like 11 or sometimes 2 a.m. And she would repeat that because she was like, listen, um, I'm blessed to be in this type of school. I need to perform. Um, if I don't do it, how am I going to pay my bills and stuff like that? So she started doing that cycle over and over. And then she got like in a time where it really went on for the whole school year because she was just stimulating her brain, her brain so much, always doing things over and over again. So when like it was the summertime, that's when she started being depressed. And that's when she realized that, okay, she literally just like, um, she, she did too much, 
okay basically she was like she did too much during that school year and that's when she realized that she was depressed because now she's like okay what am i gonna do after being on this like um go 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 mode the whole year and then it's like summertime and that's when she realized that okay and that's when her brain started you know overthinking and you know like going over the past again you should have done this that way should have done that that way and that's when she started looking for help actually but you know people around her were asking like how like what's going on with you are you okay and usually people are just like oh i'm just tired it's fine you know i just gotta do this and that so you know like people sometimes when they are in it they don't even realize it right that's the tricky part of it so um Again, when you have burnout in students, um, it's when the pressure is on a long scale of time. And when you are an idealistic student putting too much pressure on yourself. Okay, so yeah, and you are more likely to um, experience burnout again when you're a perfectionist, you have eye standards, or you have low self-esteem. Again, confidence is something that helps a lot in these things because if you have a, you know, um, a good image of yourself and you're confident, sorry, about your skills and stuff, this will avoid, you know, reminiscing thing, overthinking yourself and showing like doing too much basically and not having a balance because at the end of the day, it's all about balance, right? So what can protect as well would be the resilience, okay? Having resilience and having optimism also. But the like when I saw this, because I was doing my research last night, and I remember on the video of the, you know, the student that when she was explaining her journey, the engineering student, she was optimistic as well. She was a really optimistic person. And I think she was literally saying that this was something also that led her more into that because she was like, oh, it's fine, you know, I'm good. I, if I don't do it, who else will? But they were saying that having optimists can be like a, a protective factor as well. And again, the surroundings, the surroundings. Do you have people that you can reach out to? Do you have people that you can talk to? Do you have a support or are you left on your own? Because the girl, she moved out, okay? She was living with her parents and she basically moved out to go ahead and study. And she was not first time being in her own apartment and being in this, you know, um, this, uh, this uh, engineering school. So yeah, right? And um, wait, I got lost in my in my in my notes and yeah building resilience as well is something that can help you um with dealing with burnout right so having resilience is just you being able to go through hard like hard situations right and being able to you know find the solutions are you someone that is looking for solution based on your emotions or are you someone that is looking for a solution based on the problem again this is all things that can have an impact on um you know experiencing burnout and being able to talk with someone as well right so before i'm going to talk about like how to prevent burnout i want to share some lies that people tell themselves when they are actually experiencing burnout because again that's like the trickiest part people sometimes don't realize that they're having burnout right now so sometimes they say oh i'm just fine because people around you start noticing that you look tired you're not like how you used to be, you seem a little bit down. So people are gonna ask like, hey, like what's going on with you? And usually they're gonna answer, oh, I'm fine. Oh, I'm just tired, you know? 
or even like that i don't know that superhero <laughs> syndrome like you don't understand no one else can do this this is like so much weight that people are putting on their shoulders because they're like if i don't do the most nobody else can do this right or even being like oh i'm gonna be fine when this is done this is just a phase you know the company we're working on this new project and i'm gonna find i'm i will be fine when this is done even though that person is not even like sleeping and just she's just showing up overstimulant and stuff like that right so there's so many things that you could do to actually like avoid burnout, okay? There is a bunch of things that you can do to avoid burnout. You need to find, the first thing is to find your stability with work and social life, right? So you really wanna make sure that you're showing up, but you also have wanna have a good balance um, with your social life. Do things that are maybe like out of work so that you could cool down a little bit, right? But you don't wanna be doing too much of one and then go of the other for example. So, you know, if you are, you know, if you're working like a full-time job or like, I know entrepreneurs, sometimes it's kind of like different because the whole schedule is different, but you really want to have a good balance and not be doing too much, right? Because for example, I know that when you are um, too much doing, maybe like not working or putting too much on your social life, this can also make you feel bad about yourself. You can be like, oh, I'm not a productive person. I'm just, you know, not doing things that I'm supposed to do. I struggle with procrastination. This will have an impact on your confidence as well. And you have the opposite of burnout. I don't know if it's word out. I think it's literally the called word out is when people are just doing the same thing over and over again at work and they're just bored. It's just, they just cannot do it anymore because it's just like not stimulating at all, right? So if there is too much of one, it's not going to be good. So you don't want to be working too much and have work really like going through all over your social life and not even having time to chill and you're always on the go-go. And you know, like what I, I think when it gets really bad is when you are just taking stimulants, when you're taking drugs, when you're taking any like what we see on movies but people that are working in like what's the name of it in english i forgot people working sometimes in real estate or big corporates or wall street stuff they're the one taking cocaine i'm like okay you guys uh, what's going on there so you don't want to be taking drugs to just help you perform and this is just like i've said in the beginning a vicious cycle right uh what is sarah saying your own autopilot yeah it's just so boring you know what i mean this is like word out you know you're not even like down for this job anymore right so you really want to have the proper balance right now the second thing is like organizing your work demand in regard of priority of the priority because again sometimes people what they do they're really busy but not productive so what can help you not be all over the place and running all day long and having problems to cool down at the end of the day is really to just check what is your priority to like priority things to do okay you can go ahead with a list make sure that you're going through what is really needed for you to do and then if you're not doing more than needed, because the trick is also that when you're working at corporate jobs, sometimes people are just going to show up so much because they want to get a raise, because they want to get some position. But, you know, 
what they do when they see you're working, usually they're going to give you more work, okay? They're going to give you more work. They're going to, okay, you're, you're doing it, right? We're going to give you a little bit of more, more work, you know what I mean? And maybe you won't get that position that you're looking for. So you really want to be doing like what you really need to do, okay? Make sure that you have your priorities right, okay? And also refresh your skills. Refreshing your skills is basically like, finding maybe an easier way for you to accomplish your task. Be open to learning new things and learning new methods of doing things. Maybe there's a way that you're doing your work right now that is requiring you maybe a lot of time, a lot of energy, but there might be another option that is available that can be as much efficient, but less demanding in energy-wise or time-wise. So be open to actually, you know, learn new things and learn new options and stuff like that, right? And, you know, learn the new skills, be open to new ideas and connecting with others as well. This is something that will maybe help you get, you know, um, new ideas and stuff. And just don't be like at work and being on your desk all day, okay? Some people really don't like the interaction with their coworkers. I know that, but when you go to work and you have some, even the smallest type of interaction, this can help as well for you not to just be like on your desk all day going on and on and on. You know what I mean? Having those social interactions is something that can help as well. And also really talking with people about what's currently going on. Because in this type of scenario, usually people just keep everything um, to themselves and they don't really talk about it. They normalize the thing. Meanwhile, they know they're not doing good. They're lacking sleep. You can see it on their face. So really like having connections, talking with people. You don't even, you never know. Maybe somebody would have like a solution or a method that they've been using that is working for them. Especially the people that have been working at that place for a longer time. You can definitely try and leverage them, build a connection with them and learn from them. Okay, find new solutions and stuff like that, right? And now the next thing is like, <clears throat> um, you can engage in non-work related activities. Okay, again, this goes with the first point, having a balance. So there's a bunch of activities that I found, I'm gonna give it at the end, but engaging in non-work related activities, something that is calm, something that will help your brain cool down a little bit because you don't wanna be like overstimulating the thing. Because if you remember the story from the student, what happened when she had a huge down, it was in the summertime when she took a break from school. And now her brain was like, okay, what am I working on right now? Because for the past like nine months, We've been going all gas, no breaks. Now what's going on? And that's when she started, you know, reminiscing thing. And it was so bad, you guys. Like, I was just like, okay, she was really having like really dark, dark, um, dark tough and stuff, like dark thinking process. She was like, she was just having massive anxiety. She wasn't going out of her house. She was afraid of every type of social interaction because your brain is just reminiscing everything and you know reminding you of stuff and overthinking over what happened. Like, why did you say that three months ago? You know what I mean? So what was, where was I even going with that? I was like, yeah, engaging in non-work related activities basically, you know, so that your brain can, you know, cool down and you're not only like work, work, work all the time because this also can be bad um, for, for your health, right? So 
that's something also why so a lot of people love have flexibility having flexibility in the work environment i was listening about that as well and it was just like people are even more productive when they can choose where they work and how, like when they work this is crazy that little part of you know having the choice of when you're gonna work and where you're gonna work is making such a huge difference and people are even being more productive having the freedom to be like okay today i don't want to go to the office i'm going to work in a coffee shop or i'm going to work out there and me of course as a digital entrepreneur when i was listening i was like yo my thing is the real deal because i get to work from anywhere sorry and i realized that i get a lot of work done and when i used to work as a waitress i remember i wasn't burned out though but i it was just not good. I wasn't really doing that much at work, to be honest. Like, sometimes we were in rush hours, depending. But, ah, you guys, I, some days I did not want it to be there. But, you know, when you work as a waitress, you cannot really do this from a distance. But sometimes there would be, like, snowstorms and stuff. People that live in Canada, y'all know. And I had to go there. So, of course, you don't even want to be there in the first place. So, you're not going to be that much productive. So, really having, you know, the opportunity to choose over that flexibility and be able to be okay today I want to work here and these are my work hours just having that little control is a little trick and makes you more you know um more productive and makes the work experience even better so if you are listening to this and you want to talk about it with your boss maybe go ahead because what when, when I was listening to that podcast I was talking about it um the person that you just talked about it with her boss or his boss you just can literally just go over to your boss listen this and this and that is going on right now. Is it possible? Mm, if they're saying no, because sometimes they're going to be like, it's going to be too much expensive for us, too much time and stuff like that, you know, corporate stuff. You can maybe look for when you're looking for a job next time, looking for that flexibility thing, okay? Looking for opportunities. There's a bunch of them, you guys, a bunch of them. You can do digital marketing just like what I'm doing. You can find investing. There is a bunch of solutions, you guys, especially nowadays. And I feel like since the end of the pandemic, that's when the things switch for people because they're like, there's a lot of great that we can do from a distance because we've been doing that for like, I think it was two years when, when, um, COVID was doing his thing. But yeah, you know, look for that flexibility when you're looking for, for work, right? I swear by this, I'm even learning now, even when I'm at home cleaning or getting ready to not have anything on, or when I go for my walks to have no hair pods. Yes, yes, calm environment, yeah. Yeah, okay, that is where I was going with when I started talking about, you know, um, you wanna, <laughs> you, you know, you wanna have your brain, you don't, you don't want your brain to go crazy when there is not that much external stimulation, okay? So really having that flexibility and that power over your time is making a massive difference, right? And me, again, I was like, mm-hmm, that's what I've been doing. But yeah, you can look for that in your, um, when you're looking for a job, maybe, and, you know, try to discuss this if it's possible in your work um, place right now, right? Also, another thing that can help prevent burnout, having a healthy eating plan also helps. It's just, when I said this, I was like, wow, like eating can really like save you from so many things. 
Like why, how is just what we eat so important in our health, but we don't really talk about it, especially here, you guys, since I moved to North America, I'm not eating good food and I can tell the difference, okay? I'm talking with this with my mom. I'm just like, mom, nothing is like, they're bio, when they're saying something is bio, I'm like, mm, it doesn't really seem bio for me because, you know, back home, I feel like it's really, you know, biological, like vegetables and fruits and the food is not, doesn't taste the same chicken doesn't taste the same the meat doesn't taste the same it's just crazy i don't know like i feel like my bad but here i just feel like the food is tasteless okay there's no taste to the food you gotta eat like bio food and stuff like that so you really have to be careful especially if you have a tight schedule at work at break you're gonna go over like at mcdonald's or t morgan's if you're in canada go for fast food but you really want to be intentional with that if you can take a little bit more time in the morning to just get you a, a lunch, a healthy lunch. If you wanna take some snacks, I started having like a lot of fresh vegetables right now because fresh vegetables have a better impact than cooked vegetables, okay? So um, I really enjoy cucumbers. So I'm having them all the time. I also have, you know, like, um, like uh, how do you call that? Like yellow pepper, green pepper, it's also good. If you can snack on this, a lot of water. So you really wanna have like an LTR eating plan to help you as well. And this is gonna be good for not only burnout, but for your health in general, right? It helps with preventing diabetes and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so you really wanna have a healthy eating plan. If you realize that you're getting overworked and sometimes you don't have the time to get a proper meal, make sure to meal prep. Okay, in the morning, meal prep. If you're like, oh, I don't want to wake up earlier, try to romanticize that moment when you're waking up earlier. Maybe put some Zen music, something just to make this moment feel good. Or you can meal prep in advance, you know, like in the beginning of the week for the whole week and stuff. There is a bunch of solutions, right? Google it. You're going to find something. Start eating healthier. This will help you with, you know, managing stress properly. And also exercising, okay? We're not gonna talk about eating well without exercising, right? And guys, the better it gets, the better it gets. This is not only, again, gonna help you with burnout, but it's gonna help you have a better living style as well. You know, me, I'm not a gym rat, okay? You're not gonna see me lifting things heavily at the gym, but this doesn't mean that I'm not walking myself everywhere, you guys. I enjoy walking so freaking much you guys and i don't care if it's winter time people really judge me but you guys i haven't taken like i just be walking i just be walking even before i moved in here when i i used to be like 14 years old and stuff my friends we all live kind of in the same neighborhood so I would just walk to their house. They will walk to my house. We'll walk to go ahead and get food. And we will back, walk back to my friend's house. And then they will walk back to my house. And then, you know, so we were just like, we'd be walking, right? So especially when I moved in here, it's really a beautiful city. I feel like Montreal, it's really nice to walk out here. Especially in summertime. Wintertime, it can be something else. But I'm still enjoying it. And I walk as much as I can. If I can avoid taking, like, transports or, you know, like, um so or like a uber i'm just gonna walk myself there okay sometimes i even like if i'm walking past you know exercising having having a little thing if you're on a gym right you can go ahead with yoga and stuff there's a bunch of options that are up, like available for you but exercising is something that will help you also uh with that okay and um yeah so the other thing is finding a creative outlet 
okay? Finding something that is creative that you can do on your free time, like painting. I see some people doing pottery and going ahead and painting the pottery and they come at home, they have like cute mugs and cute places that they, the cute plates, sorry, that they did on their own. Guys, I want to try this out because this type of activities, I feel like it's just so calming and refreshing to just be sitting down, you know, or I'm having that, you know, cute little vibe and just painting and just going with your creativity this is good as well this is just still kind of stimulating for your brain but it's just you're just improving your creativity you're just again like freeing your mind from like the stress with work and so on right i bought like i you guys last year i bought a painting kit and i only used it last week this is crazy. I had the canvas at my home. I had the, the paint, everything. And it's just like last week, I was like, okay, I've been having this for like a year now. I'm going to use it. And you guys, it was just so good. The painting is not, didn't turn out how it was in my head, but you know, practice made perfect. And I was, you know, going with my creativity, trying to find some quick solution and stuff like that. So it's stimulating, but it was really good. I enjoyed the experience. So if you're someone just like me, you want to be creative, painting go ahead gardening as well can help okay if you love plants like me as well i love taking care of my plants you can do that it's not as much creative as you know like um painting and stuff but it's still good if you want to take a pottery class this is also and you know having a class is going to force you to do something else another activity right so when we say have a balanced work um work um social life doesn't have to be work and oh getting drinks with your friends or going out every weekend there's many ways for you to have a social life without necessarily doing that right and going out sometimes over it can be like overstimulating i don't know about you guys but that huge music and stuff like that but anyway so yeah you really have different options that are available for you um to spark that creativity in you and having a course is something that is going to make you go no matter what because you know okay i have my pottery class every i don't know friday afternoon or sunday afternoon this will help you go over there maybe you're going to meet new people that are outside of your work environment so this is going to help as well because one thing is that when you hang out with other people from work y'all are going to talk about work y'all are going to talk about work so it's just like you guys are outside but it's just still work we're all just talking about work right so finding that creative outlet um to do okay now the second thing uh, another thing okay it's um yeah minimizing caffeine and alcohol this is also something that will help okay and people hear you y'all drink too much coffee i was really like i'm good i do not drink <laughs> and i don't like coffee okay coffee is really yeah, I don't know how y'all do are doing this. There is coffee everywhere. I was grocery shopping and I saw a coffee distributor in the grocery store. How do you need coffee in the grocery store? Please, Americans, stop this. Stop this madness. People are 14 years old, 13 years old, having like venti lattes from Starbucks, $20 lattes. Come on now, please stop with the caffeine. Stop. I don't know how y'all do it. It doesn't taste good. I started when I first came in here again when I was at in my waitress era when I was working as a waitress. And I remember I had the coffee and I was shaking, you guys. It was at the end of my shift. I was just getting everything and I'm like, whoa, my head is shaking. It doesn't taste good. It's making me feel weird. And coffee really like cut off my appetite. I cannot eat. <laughs> and you're drinking your coffee. So 
like I cannot eat when I have coffee. My stomach starts like mumbling, trembling. I'm not into that. Okay, tea is good. There's less caffeine. It's water. It's warm. It's good. Right? Drink tea. Okay. Avoid coffee as much as possible and alcohol as well. So that was more for the physical side of it. Now there's also some mindset things that you can do to protect and prevent yourself from burnout, okay? So now the mindset side. Focusing on your daily accomplishments, okay? I've been saying this over and over again, talking to you guys about perception. How do you perceive the things and what they decide to focus on? Because what you focus on will grow. So if you're just focusing on, oh my God, like I haven't done this, I haven't done that. It's Sunday night. You're not living in the present moment. You're not enjoying your time off of work. And you're like, this week, I gotta do this. Okay, I gotta do that. And I haven't done this last week. It's just horrible. What am I even doing? I'm not doing anything right. And just, you know, letting go of everything that you accomplished. Focus on your accomplishment. You know what you have to do other things. Yes, we want to improve ourselves, but you don't want to have be toxic. You don't want this to be toxic and you really want to focus on your accomplishment because usually like people, it's like one of the physical senses, I don't know if I said it, but having migraines like this and you're just focusing on what you haven't been doing. Like that's just like the worst combo, you guys. Worst combo, right? Avoid criticizing yourself unnecessarily. Avoid it. Avoid criticizing yourself unnecessarily, okay? We are just our worst enemy or our best friend. You pick your side because if you become your enemy, you're going to be even more your enemy because you're going to get yourself sick. So really make sure that you're not like giving just critics just to give critics and that you're not always comparing yourself with other people, okay? Stop that comparison stuff. Start feeling proud of what you're currently doing and just give yourself some like, really productive critics but just don't be like always on your ass all the time right so avoid that unnecessarily critics and you know and so on right and having a clean environment can help your brain as well if it's a mess around you it's like more complicated for you to you know feel better you really want to have a clean environment around you make sure that everything is tied up organized this will help you as well right so keeping your environment clean. And another thing is gratitude. It was literally saying writing gratitude in a journal. This again will help you focus on your accomplishment because if you're grateful for something, it's because you know, you've know you been doing it, you worked on it. So gratitude is so good. It's been like for me over a year now that I've been like started journaling and starting like practicing gratitude. And it's really good because sometimes we always want, want, we have new desire, which is normal as humans because our desire just help us going. It's what's like, like this, how we're like, kind of like how we're fueled, you know, like you have desire, it keeps, makes you go. So it puts you in, in action, but you really want to focus on gratitude, what you actually have. And because all of what, if you think about it, the thing that you have right now is something that your past self has been wanting. This is something that you've been praying for, something that you've been working for, and now you have it. And now that you have it, you're not even going to practice gratitude. Come on now, okay? Practice gratitude. Make sure that you do this first thing in the morning. Before you start going into your mental to-do list, 
get up your bed when you start gaining consciousness because you know, sometimes you like when you're just getting waking up and you're out of that sleeping stage and before you're like okay oh where where am I right now and stuff like that you want to be like okay I'm grateful for this I'm grateful for that I'm grateful for this I'm grateful for that but I have this like two to five minutes if you can do it if you feel more comfortable writing it down write it down practice that gratitude and you know do not again focus on what you haven't done yet because listen if you have a desire right now it's because your future self already has it and it's just to put you in action you know you wouldn't be desiring it if it wasn't attainable for you and you know me when I said I will educate this I wanted this in the past now I have it this I wanted in the past it just helps you with your confidence as well and so on so Gratitude, journaling, make sure to practice this, okay? Also having reflection. This is what I was, you know, um, talking about when I was saying um, a quiet environment, a quiet space, you know, like making sure that your brain can actually just be quiet and stuff. So you can have a reflection, you can do meditation as well. We've been telling it, okay. Again, I was like, mm, my business, the study of my business has been journaling and meditating. I got the sauce, okay, yeah, okay. But yeah, like meditation and prayers, okay. Um, this can help as well, right? So I'm a Muslim, I pray five times a day. So I'm like, this is good as well. It helps you disconnect. You know, it's just so good. You can meditate, you can do some yoga as well. Another thing that I forgot to mention in the video of like, I'm back on my engineering student. She did, she like, she made the audience do an exercise. You guys can do this at home as well if you want to. But the one for Zoom, she was just like, and it was like, you have to put like your, um, your hand on your chest and another hand at the back, uh, on your back, right? So you just stand up, you put your hand on your chest, another, another hand on, on your back and you start breathing. Like you breathe and you feel your hands um, getting away from each other. So when you do that exercise, that 20 seconds, you know what? I'm going to give you guys 20 seconds because I don't want to spoil um, the tea before. So I'm going to give you guys like less than 20 seconds. Okay. So you can stand up if you're at home and, you know, take a deep breath and feel your hands getting like away from each other. Okay. So now, during that time, ask yourself, have you been able to just quiet your mind or are you going through your to-do list? Or are you thinking about whatever is happening in your current environment? You can redo it if you haven't done it yet, you can redo it. And she was starting then to do it back again at home. But are you focusing on, oh my God, my kid is doing a mess in the kitchen or, oh my God, my phone is ringing. Oh my God, I have a call at this time or oh, I got to be at work, you know? So it's not as easy as it seems to be. It's just quite your mind, but doing exercises like yoga, meditation and reflection, something that will help you really be familiar with that quiet and allow your brain to just be like, I'm chilling. I'm not on go, go, go mode and thinking about everything and overthinking and just being all over the place, right? So I thought it was an interesting exercise. Of course, I was thinking about something else when I did it. So I'm like, I need to, you know, do more and more. But, you know, with practice, with meditation, I just feel a difference than in the beginning when I first started doing my meditation. I can feel an improvement. I can feel that I'm better at focusing and so on right so it's something that could help as well and self-care 
self-care taking taking care of yourself okay and honestly you guys self-care comes in so many different forms you can take care of yourself internally with feeding your mind feeding your spirit you can take care of yourself you know by doing some activities getting out of your comfort zone doing something that you've been wanting to do for a long time you can take care of yourself physically you know having a little self-care day at home being really you know taking your time like for a girl is doing your little nails, doing a pity at home, having a face mask and stuff like that. So there's a bunch of way for you to take care of yourself, to do something that's going to be good, that's going to benefit you, and that's going to be good for your physical and mental well-being, okay? Being intentional with that self-care and so on, okay? And yeah, that was my last point, okay? I typed for the studies with people um, that feel more effective at work, but I just went on it because I was like, oh, I need to talk about this because I found that this was so interesting. So there was a lot of things that you could do to prevent yourself from experiencing burnout. You really like, I've been giving you guys a lot of, you know, little tools and tricks that you can use for, you know, that you can do physically, that you can do mentally, emotional mental like work that you can do but something that came out a lot is the social circle your surroundings and i've been talking about this all the time who are you surrounding yourself with what are the people that are around you is there something that you can reach out to in case of a problem do you feel comfortable talking with them because talking with people helps a lot sometimes you feel like we're the only one living that current situation but having someone else that is relating it helps because being two in that battle, it helps with your resilience and being alone against the world. So make sure that you have that like good amount of people that you can talk to, that you feel safe to talk to. And if you feel like, okay, what I've been telling you, I really hope that you're not having those symptoms right now. But if you're listening to this and you like have experienced those symptoms, maybe do your research and you know get some help. Okay. Um, you really want to be on top of your game because if you have high standards, if you have high goals, if you're just like don't treat your body properly, you're not going to be able to attain it, okay? It's good to be driving. It's good to be a hard worker. It's good to be like a go-getter, but you really want to listen to your body when it's time to listen to your body. Because if without your body, what are you going to do, my friend? What are you going to do? You only have one body, so let's take care of it, okay? Let's stop with the caffeine. <laughs> but yeah, stop with the coffee, guys, please. It just tastes horrible. And yeah, so... Thank you guys for tuning in today. Today, it was Nuhatu that was hosting the podcast. You guys have my Instagram on the podcast name. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time.